0: Hiya, I'm India, and you're hearing the Nostalgic Disney Channel Podcast. Hello everybody, and welcome back to the Nostalgic Disney Channel Podcast. I am India to talk to you about all things Nostalgic Disney Channel. So today, I'm going to be discussing a show that I didn't think I would really do too much about on the podcast. It's probably the newest or most recent show that I will talk about, and it is Stuck in the Middle. Now, this show, I think, is very... like. I don't know how to put this, but I really, really enjoy this show, but I think it does not get the credit it deserves because it's part of New Disney, if you will, New Disney Channel, and I have my own opinions about when the break of between like old classic Disney Channel and New Disney Channel, I have my own opinions about when that break happened, which I will hopefully be doing an opinion on at some point, but, in doing like an episode on, but until then, I'll just say that I think Stuck in the Middle was the last really good Disney Channel show. Now, does that mean everything before it was really good? No. Does that mean everything after it's super bad? No, it just means that, in my opinion, it's the last Disney Channel show to really emote Disney Channel. So, with that being said, let's get right on into it. I also would like to say part of the reason I chose to review this show this week is because it is, as far as I know, the only disney channel show to get an easter episode now i know that everyone celebrates easter but i think it's awesome that disney channel thought you know this family we're gonna give them an easter celebration and i loved that because like, personally i do celebrate easter it's a big part of my family and my life and i really love that they chose to do an episode this is like it's a great episode which i will talk about but So, to those of you who do celebrate Easter, I want to say a happy Easter, and to those of you who do not, I want to say thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode just as much. Anyway, so everyone have an amazing weekend, and hopefully you've got good weather right now, and let's dive right on into the podcast. So, without further ado, I'm going to say the cast list once, and after that, just follow the character names, please. We have the cast of the Diaz family as Jenna Ortega, Isaac Presley, Ariana Greenblatt, Kayla Masonette, Ronnie Hawk, Malachi B, Nicholas, Sierra Vincent, Joe Nieves as the Diaz family. I I apologize if I butchered those names. Please forgive. And then as the Peters family, we've got Laura Laura P, Lulu And then Joshua Bassett So, got Peter's family Who are never like main, who are not like On main billing, but they Add so much to the show, so I'm considering them main cast And beyond that is just basically one-offs Except for one other person, which I will talk about But let's get right on into it So So the show Stuck in the Middle Stars Jenna Ortega, as I said As Harley Diaz, she's the middle child Of seven children This show started in 2016 and got Three seasons, now this show, I, I I, really do enjoy the way they did family dynamics in this show, because I think it... Basically, the other main character, I would say, is her brother, Ethan, who is played by Isaac Presley. He um, is basically her best friend, or BFTF, best friend in the family, and we see later they're best friends in real life, no matter like... They're just awesome friends, and they his is like all the scenes with them two together you see so much brother sister moment and i think it's we don't get we don't get that a lot on disney channel i think if we do i think it's like you know not all the time that show gives it a lot and the show starts out with harley and um she's got and it shows how overlooked she feels in this family naturally she's a middle child of seven children and she's the Good kid, if you will. She's the kid who doesn't cause her parents trouble, who doesn't, you know, cause issues I apologize if you can hear background noise, but um, I can't fix it So but she's the good kid if you will and so her parents, you know, I guess you could say take her for granted Her other thing is she's an inventor She loves inventing things to help her family's life be easier because there's just so many of them and anything easier is easier, so we love we love easier well, and she has this big thing she won the, she wanted this big prize for inventing something and she wants her whole family to make it to the park at the certain time to be able to see it but she's, she's hoping it's gonna happen but her mom's like, I don't know Harley and she and her, and Harley's like kind of important and she's like okay we're gonna make it happen and while I'm not a big fan of these parents you know guys know I want to do a ranking of parents on Disney Channel so I'm not gonna go too deep into them but I do think that they really try to you know be there for all of their kids individually while I don't think it always happens and while I think some of their parental duties are kind of shrugged a little bit but they really do try to make all their kids feel you know, like, they care, so that I do appreciate in the show, but anyway, Harley has a way of getting everybody up, and, like, this is something that they carry throughout the whole show, which I like, when she yells, like, donuts, all the members of her family come running down the stairs because they want donuts, all of them, and that works with the term water park as well, but we'll, we'll get to that, but anyway, um, so, with... Anyway, in the end, her she's made this table for her family. Like, because they've been using, like, multiple tables smushed together in order to, like, fit all of them. <laughs> at the table. Because there's, like, nine of them. So, problems arise. But, yeah. Anyway, the theme song's awesome. I'm just gonna throw it out there. It's it's really catchy. And it's good. There's not much I can say about it. But, yeah. And, um, Anyway... The show basically follows Harley trying to feel like trying to not be overlooked in her family or just just her navigating life in it. Just it does really great moments. Obviously with such a big cast, there there are not a lot of episodes that everybody is in. Season 1, a lot most of them have worked them all in, but there's not a lot of episodes where everybody's in it. But I love that the show always always without fail gives me a reason. Love that love that they managed to give me a reason because so many shows don't and obviously with so many people it's very easy to say oh they're at Georgie's this they're with this person's this they're doing that like with so many people it's you know not too hard to you know move them all off <laughs> but usually they'll I would say out of the nine of them I'd say on average six of nine are in it maybe seven of nine are in it and typically there are somebody gone now, that is not the case with every episode, but that's how it works in a lot of episodes. So, yeah. Um, one thing I love that they added, like, I like that they didn't try to shove friends into this mix because there's too many characters already. But somebody that they added who later became a larger part of the show is the Peters family next door. It is Miss Bethany Peters, who's kind of this, like, she's not a mean person, but she's a little stuck up. And her daughter, Ellie, Ellie's an only child who does not understand the Diazes, but she really enjoys being around them because she's an only child who doesn't understand their crazy family dynamics, but loves the chaos that it brings. Her mother thinks they're crazy, which for reasonable reasons, because they are a little little chaotic, but you know, you win some, you lose some. And then later they add Aiden Peters, who is Ellie's cousin, who eventually comes to stay with the Peters family temporarily. Because his dad is in the military in some capacity, but yeah, um, something that they added—I I, want to say season three—to the show was just something called a Diaz card, and I love that they kept this concept because it rocked. Um, the, so basically, what it is, it's like it's this thing that they do where if they need someone to do something for them, they say, "I'll give you a Diaz card if you don't, you know, do this." And if like so, if Harley gives um, her oldest sister rachel a Diaz card she smacks her hand on the table or like on her hand like that like smacks her hand and that means that harley owes her one favor no questions asked no gimmicks no nothing like that is their family rule their parents follow this rule and i love that they kept this because it made for some great moments where harley's like when they need to do something they just smack their hand on the table and they're like oh Diaz card you gotta do it but obviously, in order to use a DS card on a specific person, it has to be given to them by that person. So, I love that they kept that. I'm glad it wasn't a one-off thing. I wish I kind of wish we would have gotten that the whole show, but I totally understand why we didn't. You know, you don't automatically think about that kind of concept, but it really works and I love it. Um, something I also want to talk about is um, the kind of the groups that they usually did the th- show in. So, typically, the three younger siblings, the twins, Louie and Beast, and their youngest sister... Daphne are usually have a plot together and then depending on the episode you will either get like a Harley Ethan a Harley Rachel like you'll you'll have Harley in one of the groups. There's the three younger siblings and then the three older siblings and usually like Ethan is doing something with their dad as a plot or like Rachel's doing something with their mom or like Jordy's doing something with her dad as a plot and then Harley is just in one of these plots. And obviously, like, it's hard for me to describe that. But if you've seen the show, you understand what I'm saying. To where some plots, it's about Harley and the three younger ones, which are called the Terror Trio, because they're crazy, and they're chaotic, and they're really hard to, like, control. They're, like, the Tornado Trio, or, like, they're just the Terror, and they're just so funny. Daphne, the youngest, is kind of scary, but that's okay, because it's funny. So, yeah, and yeah. We also get a little bit more of their abuela in season three, which is nice. She, we only get her for two episodes, but it's really fun, and I will take it because it's enjoyable. And we also get um, a couple, like, two-part episodes, which I like, which I will also talk about. I want to talk about the water park episode for a little bit. The water park episode is where Harley makes this invention called the dry through which is basically where you walk through it and it dries you off instead of trying to find a towel and such. So that happens. And she basically like this water park, like, like, I don't know how it works. Like it's a grant or something like that. And this water park, she won the invention, invention contest. And so they built it for her and they gave her a patent for it and everything. And that gives her family two, like two, like two day, one night, I think it's like a weekend weekend trip to this water park. Now, obviously, it is for a family-sized trip. Note that they'll only receive one room with two beds because... Or, like, two beds or, like, kind of like three beds and a couch. Because that's what they're given as a free accommodation. The problem is, there's nine of them and problems arise. But, anyway, we get, we get that and we get... A really cool thing called the aqualympics which and anyway the kids end up charging a lot to their parents account after like accidentally if you will and then they have to like win the aqualympics with their parents and stuff in order to do this and do that and eventually they win the aqualympics against this family of like people and yeah this girl ethan's got a crush on and then what's awesome is that this guy comes back in the show. We love that. We love that he comes back in the show. We love to see when they bring people back. It's awesome. So yeah. I like that the show's continuity issues are pretty good. I can't think of any blaring, I couldn't think of any blaring problems I was finding. But yeah, so I didn't see any blaring issues that were bothering me about the show, so that works. Um, my personal favorite episode, I have two, it, one of them is the Easter episode in season three. I I—I really, actually it might be season, actually season two, sorry, it's season two. It's honestly a great episode. It starts off with showing how Harley and their family used to do a lot for Easter. And then, as they got more and more kids, Daphne, their youngest, their youngest sibling, doesn't even really know what the Diaz Easter is like because eventually their parents have just kind of lost it with so many kids. And it kind of shows like how there were the kids are like, if we lose Easter, we could lose Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like ah, and that's the and so it shows that they're like like the an, annual St. Patrick's Day corned beef eatathon, thon and the twins are like, what's that? And then Georgie's like, Flag Day fajitas and Harley's like, what's that? And they're like, great, we're losing holidays. Come on. <laughs> so they band together to try to, you know, fix Easter, but their mom comes down sick the night before and is unable to do stuff. And the dad is like, you know, didn't do anything and so they're pulling it off together, but they accidentally leave Daphne at the church. <laughs> and then she ends up helping out at the church like um banquet for the less fortunate. And it becomes a really cool thing where Daphne gets to help out other people, and it's it's really fun and really cool. And I really enjoy the way they pulled it off. Like I said, to my knowledge, it's the only show we get with an Easter episode. It's the they're the only family we ever see in a church building, and I just I know that, that was probably something that they didn't know if would be like how it would go over doing but i have to say i think that's just as big of a risk as some of the other things that they had that they've done recently it's just as big of a risk to put those in a show and i like that they did that for this family they gave this family something different and i really really liked that and i totally get if your the show is not your not your cup of tea because it is definitely a kind of a different type of show, but I really like it. Another show, another episode that I loved was their finale! It's amazing! I don't want to talk about the finale too much because I don't want to ruin it for you. I'm just going to say that typically in Disney Channel shows, the the ones with the best plots throughout the whole thing are the ones that get the best finales. Like, for example, the Buck Charlie had the video diaries the whole way through, so they had a really good finale. with The Blog had an amazing finale because it had one one cohesive thing keeping the dog a t- talking a secret that kept the whole show under a cohesive mat or a cohesive blanket if you will that kind of made it f- made for a really good finale i wasn't expecting this show to have an awesome finale because i was like but is there really a you know o- o- overarching theme and when i watched it i was like oh there really was this overarching theme the overarching theme was that she she felt that being stuck in this middle of her family was just the worst thing ever, and she eventually sees that it's what make what makes her awesome, and what makes what gives her her talents and her abilities. And it's basically it ends with her quinceañera, and it's awesome. I have to address though that in the final season, Rachel, the oldest sibling. Um, who's played in Ronnie Hawk She does end up leaving the show And she goes to college in Paris Now I do really like that they told where she was They gave an episode of her saying goodbye Which was really awesome And then what they and They actually said how she What like So in a special Christmas episode, she wasn't there because she went with her friends to Paris for this. And then in the next episode, she's back, but she's like, I want to go to Paris. I want to go to college in Paris. I got an awesome internship for the School of Design. I want to do this. And all the kids have to help convince their parents. And even though she's not in almost all of this season, I love that almost always, like, I would say every other episode, we get a Rachel check-in, not with her face, not with her voice, but they say but they say things something like, um, like it shows them calling Rachel and say, Hey, Rachel, um, what would you say if I told you I broke your favorite thing? Or like, you know, like I like that we constantly get Rachel updates because truthfully, I don't think, like, I think if a lot of shows, when they kind of nix off a character, they don't constantly bring them up again, but I love that this show definitely kept her, like, I never forgot that they had an older sister named Rachel, so that's kind of nice, I I enjoy that they didn't, like, you know, try to erase her from the show, and she comes back in the finale, which is amazing, we love which I think makes total sense, because it's her sister's quinceanera. It's Harley's quinceanera, and we I really, really enjoyed that. We actually get Georgie's quinceanera, too, which was, like, a cool episode. But getting Harley's was awesome, and it shows such a family dynamic. And it shows that, like, Harley gets, gets her moment in the sun, if you will, and it comes out really awesome. Now, I have to address when Joshua Bassett comes into the show, um... She does an amazing job. We get a love interest for Harley in basically the last half of season three. Now, I love that they didn't try to shove a love interest on Harley until the until the end. I really like that. I'm glad. And I like that they didn't try to do that too early. I think it would ruin the show if they did. If they tried too early on to shove Harley into that, I think because it was about family dynamics. I didn't want it to be ruined so quickly, which I think is why they waited to even give her her best friend. Ellie, because they were like, we want to focus on these family dynamics before we do anything else. And so I like that. Only downside is we get probably, I want to say, five or six episodes with Aiden in them. Now, they're only, we don't even get one episode where they're dating for the entire episode. That, to me, felt unnecessary. I don't know why they felt the need to... Them together in one up, ep- like they finally got together. We've been waiting for about four episodes for it to happen. Then the next episode, they don't break up, but Aiden decides he's gonna go visit his dad in Japan temporarily. Oh, yeah, yes, Japan. And they video chat a lot, and we he, he's brought up in the episodes after that, he's brought up, so we know that there's still a thing, but and in the end, in the finale they um her her older sisters Georgie and Rachel surprise Harley with her boyfriend Aiden coming home and being her escort to her quinceanera and so I really liked that and so while I enjoy the fact that they didn't shove her into a relationship I kind of wish we would have gotten a little bit more maybe just like three more episodes of the relationship just three so I'm saying we could have used but I like the way they did it. They pulled it off nicely. And, um, the show has a lot of things that, like, they introduce later, but they keep. Like, the Diaz don't list. It's it's where each member of the family can put somebody on the Diaz don't list. And it makes them off-limits for anybody in the family to talk to like at all. So if Rachel puts somebody on the diaz don't list, that means Ethan can't talk to them and be friends with them. It means that because they're so mad at this person, the whole family is like, "No. In support of our sibling, we're not going to talk to you and be your friend." But, you know, take as you will. But I kind of like that they kept that as a thing throughout the rest of the show after they announced it was happening. So, yeah. I real so I I really like the show and I would once again, I I feel like I say this per every um show review that I do, but I would really like to do another an an in-depth of this because it's so hard, especially with this big cast, this specific show specifically. (sighs) I said specific way too many times, but with this show in particular, I think it's really hard for me to in such a short time go over things I want to go over. Um also towards the end of season three her best friend ellie ends up leaving to go to boarding school and she comes back a couple different times and it ends up being very very like cool and we get a lot of cool moments with them so yeah um my final thoughts i love the show family dynamics are done beautifully in this show it's definitely different once as i said i'm not a big fan of the parents but i do think they did a good job with them um, there's so many things I want to talk about. Uh, one thing I will say is that their dad owns a bait shop because they, um, live in Marshport, which I believe is near Boston. And, um, they, he owns, like, you know, like they're, by, they, live, they live by a marina and he owns a bait shop. And somehow this bait shop supports a family of nine. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. This, this, this page doesn't seem like it'd be that lucrative of a business maybe it's like at a really good place and so he gets a lot of business and i'm just not thinking right about this but like to me it seems a bit a a little bit a stretch but you know i guess that's not like a big problem like at a plot hole it's just interesting but yeah um there's there's really cool moments in the show and i think if you haven't watched it because you're like oh it's new disney you know i'm not gonna bother think that way just just give it a try give it a go maybe watch the finale first if that's how you decide if you're gonna like a show or not watch the finale first it's a really good episode um another episode that i would recommend watching first the first episode honestly was a really good way to do the show um another episode that i loved this is the last thing i'm gonna talk about is stuck in the diaz awards they do this thing every year where their family has a little diaz award show and it was honestly a cool episode i'm not gonna explain it a ton because it's kind of hard to explain. But it's another one where Harley's just feeling, you know, I don't mean, I don't want, she, just, she says, I don't want to sound like a crybaby, but I feel like I do a lot for this family. And I don't think they appreciated her care at all. And so, we get to see a lot of Harley growth in this, and it's such an awesome show. Check it out if you haven't, if you like it, that's awesome too. Like, <laughs> I, I'm really glad that you enjoy the show as much as I do. Like I said, this is probably the newest show I will talk about. But I just wanted to talk about it today. I hope you all have an amazing weekend. And if you enjoy, I encourage you to follow the podcast. Tell your friends about it so we can keep the Disney Channel fandom strong. You guys with me? Alrighty, bye. Thank you so much for listening.